0: Eight, one six suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot or no shot with Captain J-Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in the shot. Good morning and welcome into the Cap and J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood with you. Still to come, we'll go around the National Football League. If you missed some of the conversation that Cap and I had with Ryan Poles, we'll hear that coming up in our next segment. He'll break us at 835, but now shot and no shot. And here, Shay Norling. Shea.
1: Snoring <laughs> up, Snorling. We actually got along. We went to lunch yesterday. We ate it in the car, but we went to Chipotle together. We had a nice time. I actually,
2: I have to agree. It was a nice time spent with you, Cap. Hoodie, can you believe that? Shot or no shot, we're both telling the truth right now. Cap and I spent six hours in a car together, total, and had a great time. We well, did. we talked well, a lot.
0: I'm not. I'm not surprised. But as I always say about you two, either fight or f. Enough. I mean, I mean, right there at St. Elmo's, you guys are still going back and forth on whether or not we should use the term "bum" on the air. Right at the table. And at, at some point, I mean, right in front of mixed company, I go, guys, that's enough. You know, now, <laughs> now, now, people are looking, or looking at us, looking at our. T- I don't need that. I don't need that attention. Carson yeah, yeah, you
1: know, Wentz we, walked over. What'd you call me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we had a uh, we had a good time. The whole trip was great, but yeah,
0: Shay and I had a lot of time together. It was good. We, it's, it's, it's not a surprise. You both have the same uh, astrological sign, right? What is it? Scorpio. Scorpio, baby. Yeah, not, not a surprise that you guys, yeah, but you guys also don't get along. But at least in the car, you guys are able to get along. At least for, yeah, that never happens on the air. But, you know, in the car, apparently it's okay. So I was happy to see that you guys both came back alive.
2: I was couching things for my own safety.
0: <laughs> so you have it all bottled up inside, right. Then, huh? right. I got home and let my wife hear it. <laughs> all yep. right, shot or no shot, here we go on a Thursday edition. Rock and roll. All
2: right, boys, we know the Bears are, quote, it up. leaning towards trading the first-round pick. <laughs> NFL GMs are speaking at the Combine. Some have started to walk back their willingness to move up in the draft. That includes the Colts' Chris Ballard. Listen to this.
1: And I know oh. this is coming up because I know all the speculation out there. One, to move up, you there's got to be a guy worthy of it. Okay? I know everybody in, the, in America is going to say, like, this is what's great right now. Everybody has just automatically stamped that you've got to move up to one to get it right. I, I don't know if I agree
2: with that. I don't. Oh. All right. So there's Ballard saying, might not have to move up. Shot or no shot. All he's doing here
1: is trying to lessen the leverage the Bears have. Actually, no shot, because there isn't a Trevor Lawrence. There isn't an Andrew Luck. There isn't a Peyton Manning at the top of the draft. Like, clear cut, that guy's number one. There isn't. There's talk today that uh, I just read. Someone said they're waiting for the weigh-in and measurement of Bryce Young and that they think he's going to come in a little closer to 200 than 185, as some had speculated. Obviously, he's trying to put himself in the best position, Jonathan, as he goes through all of this stuff, he can't get stretched on a rack. He's still five foot, whatever, 11. So there's going to be some teams that will not take him because of his size, period.
0: Yeah, that is a, a no shot. And uh, it's it's so interesting that <laughs> I know you experienced this. I had this as well in Indianapolis how there would just be talk show hosts or those that are around teams asking, hey, what are the Bears going to do? That guy that had a suspiciously black hair uh, that was behind us yesterday had an odd shirt. Yes. He came, he's from Tampa, apparently. He came up to me after our show. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. One question. Um, I'm from Tampa. So, I mean, you guys are trading Justin Fields to Tampa, right? It's like, excuse me? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are trading Justin Fields to, at... I mean, because Tampa needs a quarterback. I'm like, no shot. We're not. We're not here to help you get Justin Fields to Tampa. No, yeah, that's it, not it's happening. It's amazing the stuff.
2: <laughs> what? That guy was fishing for content, man. Because after yes. you, after you both left, and I was still there tearing stuff down, he walked back around to me. So, one question: You're Chicago. Are they trading Justin Fields? Because no. I'm from Tampa. I no, go, yes. no, dude. No.
0: That, that that he had this Dick Biondi look where he's got the dark, especially dark hair, older guy. Ooh. And it's just like, you know you who know Dick Biondi is, don't you? <laughs> you know who he is, yeah, longtime yeah. guy. Yeah. And I just like, and I was like, wait, no, we're not trading him to Tampa. The guy from the fan in Indianapolis came up to, to us yeah. and said, hey, guys, uh, so what are you guys going to do? you going to make a deal with the Colts? I'm like, I don't, first of all, I don't know. <laughs> and secondly, what are you guys going to do? And the guy goes, Jim Ursay, he's a wild bronco man. We don't know what he's thinking from day, from minute to minute. People are concerned about Ursay because of his mindset. Yeah, and that, and that he controls the draft too. That also is a weird. That's a weird one for me too. At the
1: water park, you know, Sonny, people like to get wet. That was in draft day. Make a splash, and he yeah. gave up three number ones. Yeah, it, that's not real life, man. Much as I love the movie, that's not how it's going to go. And that's the one problem. There is no, ge- he may turn into a generational player, but there is no in this draft, on draft day, that's the guy. If there was, the Bears would probably
0: take him. I would agree. Shay.
1: Well, Hoodie, you brought up a wild
2: Bronco. How about the Denver Broncos? There's finally some good news on the free agency front at the top after the top of the Bears' wish list, Deron Payne, was tagged by Washington. Draymond Jones of the Broncos, he's considered the second-best interior defensive lineman in this class behind Deron Payne. He plans to test the market, and the Broncos, uh, per their insider Troy Rank, have no plans on tagging him. So shot or no shot, with the Jalen Carter fiasco, signing Draymond Jones would be the better move at interior defensive line.
0: Okay, that's a shot. I just need to know the price, Cap. You got a price tag for me?
1: They're talking minimum of $18 million a year, but it sounded uh-huh. like they were making progress, Shea. That's what we were told there, progress on a long-term deal. They just won't tag him. Is that right?
2: Well, no, because the, the latest reporting is that he plans to test the market. So they're not going to extend him before that. He's going to free
1: agency. Right. I know what the report said, but when we were down there, we were talking to Albert Breer, and he said, yeah, I think they're going to get a long-term deal done. So I don't know. We'll see.
0: Well, we'll see. And, again, this is why it's always fun in Indianapolis because you hear so many different stories and rumor and innuendo. So, I mean, for Shea, for me, it's a shot because as much as I say, well, you get all this cap space, man, you got to be able to start plugging holes also have to be somewhat prudent because I know that whoever I put in there, it starts – it's a building blocks towards something, but I don't know how soon you can win. But I think that – we talk about leaders in the room. He might be one of them. So I would lean shot on that depending on the price. Okay.
2: All right, the Bulls picked up a win over the Pistons last night, but there is an elephant in the room when we talk about the Bulls right now. Uh, Joe Cowley confirmed reports yesterday that there is nerve damage in Lonzo Ball's knee. That, of course, brings up memories of Jay Williams. I asked this of you both in our New Year edition of Shot or No Shot in January, and you both said shot, so I'm going to ask it again. If you want to change your answers, this is your opportunity. Shot or no shot, Lonzo Ball will play for the Bulls in 2023.
1: Oh, boy. So he could be back January of 24. And that doesn't matter. You're just talking about
0: calendar year 23. Like, like next season cap. He means like, will he be in the rotation October, November, December?
1: Yeah, I'm going to, this is going to shock you. I'm going to say no shot. I think they're going to do an injury settlement. I don't have any knowledge of this. I'm just guessing. So Daniel Greenberg, don't aggregate this. (laughs) Uh, I'm just guessing (laughs) that we might have a Brandon Roy situation. When I watched, who was it, Hoodie? Which NBA player? Oh, it was Tristan Thompson who yeah. said on TNT that, or in ESPN, that he is hearing that multiple doctors that I've never seen anything like this. I, I've seen every injury, I've never seen this injury to a player. If that's accurate, I'm going to bet you that they figure out a way. We owe him two more years at twenty million. Okay, we'll give you X in your injury settlement. We'll cash in our insurance policy,
0: and we're moving on. Daniel Greenberg, David Kaplan says, This injury, similar to Brandon Roy, don't look for the Bulls to bring Alonzo Ball back, and injury settlement is imminent, period. No, quote. I did not <laughs> from, say that. from David Kaplan. Wow. <laughs> hey, you say it. It's going to be out there, man. It's a quote as news. Hey man, I'm sitting here with you. I can't get that kind of that kind of love. So so, but you know, God, I don't want to be a dream killer. Man, Cap, I I want to believe that he'll find a way to get back on the floor. Damn it! It's it's bad. It's really really sad. I know. Okay, I'll just say shot. I I my hope is is that by the time we get to. November of uh, of this year that he will be back on the floor that they'll find a way to he can be healthy enough to play how long I don't know and, but that's that's the hope and and these ball brothers my God can they stay healthy yeah Lamelo just broke his ankle that's the bru- that's brutal and he's out for the year yeah. that's brutal for very Charlotte. sad all it's, right
2: Shay I told you guys when we did this in the in January the New Year edition it, it felt then like oh, an Andre Roberson situation where it's sad. just Nobody knows what's going on, but he ain't playing, and now it really—it's sad. And I hope that he gets back on the floor, but it just doesn't feel likely.
0: And by the way, just just a a note on this: I'm not like some of these flyover NBA analysts cap that we talk to that will say, you know, the Bulls' uh, fortunes would be much better if Lonzo Balls be on the floor. Well, would the would the um, perimeter defense be better? Yes. But also, the bad habits of a Bulls team that play down what I would consider play down their competition, that still would linger. Like, Lonzo Ball is just one guy. He can't do the job of five players, or he can't have the basketball IQ to help others like Zach Levine or others that are not able to defend. Yesterday was a microcosm of Bulls basketball where the Bulls are barely squeaking past a Detroit Pistons team that's tanking. And and Levine gets all these points, and yeah, it's eye popping. But you're barely squeaking by these teams, or losing against teams like this. Lonzo Ball's not the elixir to all of that. That uh, is the problem with the Bulls. Not to me. No, it's amazing to me. I just was listening
1: to some podcast uh, about the Bulls or some thing I was listening to, and they said, "Boy, they had that kid. That would be one of the top teams in the." No He's shot. not Michael Jordan now. He's a good player. But yes, he is. Sweet mother of God. I watched that game last <laughs> night. The end of the game's embarrassing. And Billy Donovan, he never raises his voice. He's not like me. You know, this is brutal. He doesn't do that. He just comes out and says, boy, the first half we were outstanding. We had 20-some assists, 32 points in the paint. And in the second half, it's like we come out with this flat attitude and we were very laissez faire and not, people aren't playing hard and we're getting out. Scra- what did he just say? He just called his whole team out. He just doesn't do it like I do.
0: Mm hmm. And rightfully so. Well,
1: right. very quickly, if. if I have my next
2: question is about the end of the game last night. If you didn't yeah. see it, the only reason that the Bulls won is because rookie Jaden Ivey in Detroit thought he had a timeout that he didn't have, and you can't do that in the NBA. Shot or no shot, this is the most egregious mistake in sports history. Not this specific incident. Just calling a timeout that you don't have is the most egregious mistake in sports.
0: Well, I know Chris Webber is like, thank God, <laughs> the heat's off me now. Yeah, except Chris did it on the national
1: championship game, and this guy did it for a moribund Pistons team that nobody cares about in a regular. Still, season it's a game. Si-
0: still it's a silly mistake, though. Like you gotta, like you know better than anybody as a coach. The last thing you say when once the huddle's broken, once you go one, two, three, we Huskies have no or one, two, three, timeouts whatever, right?
1: left, and you tell no. them again, hey, how many timeouts we have left? None. Everybody hear that? None. Right. I told you the story. We had a player. We're, we're up one point at Western Illinois. Two seconds to go. We have a player who's an academic All-American and a hell of a good guy and a really good player. We don't want you to leave the basket. You're the only size we have on the court. You're six 9 They're going to try and run you to the top of the key and backpick you and toss over the top. They only got two seconds and lay it in. Okay, we break the huddle. Ready? Great. Let's go, guys. Close it out. What are you supposed to do? Don't leave the basket. Correct. Just bat the ball away. No fouls. Let's go. There goes his guy. There he goes. He gets backpicked. They toss right over the top of him. Guy catches it and flips it up and lays it in. Eh, game over. We lose by one. Um, what were you doing at the top? I panicked, Coach. I forgot. You forgot? Yeah. It was 12 seconds ago.
0: Nope. I know.
1: That's what happens.
0: If, if Dwayne Casey could have rolled himself into a ball and just disappeared, oh, he would have done that on the sidelines. He was just like, I just effing told you. Oh, my God. Right. It is a shot, Shea, by the way, because I haven't seen anything that bad in 2023 in sports. And I know it's early, but still. I mean, just right there, the the, situa- the game, the situation, the time, and that kid calls timeout. Yeah, it j- was a brain fart, and he, but it just sucked. And he's going to be a good player. And Stacey King's like, they Chris
1: Webbered it. Yeah, just like you were just saying. (laughs) He and Adam were going nuts. Look, it's not the most egregious for me. Like Leon Lett celebrating inside the five, that was egregious. They stripped the ball and they lose a touchdown. That's more
0: egregious. All right, coming up, we'll unpack some of what Ryan Poles, the general manager of the Bears, had to say. And we'll go around the National Football League. Don't forget Deal Breakers, 835, Cap and Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at seven.
1: Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Nick Bull sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator.
3: I love the Green Bay Packers.
0: The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is
1: a really
0: thickly built guy. I mean... What's answer are you looking for on these things here? Uh, it's time to go around the National Football League on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. And with more, here's Shay Norling. Shea?
2: Yeah, I want to go back and revisit some of what Ryan Poles had to tell us yesterday. Obviously... We talked with him, but we didn't get a chance to unpack a lot of what he had to say. So the part I want to start with, and I know this was the question Cap was most excited to ask, is Poll's discussion on a timetable to evaluate talent development.
3: I think every team's situation is a little bit unique um, from where they're kind of taken off from. So that one's hard to answer. I know, you know, in a three-year period, you want to see, especially that first draft class, that three-year period is really, you know, when you see what you got um so within that is is what we're looking for but you want to get this thing started as fast as possible the key is not doing things that will hurt you long term in the short term um that can derail everything just because you're you're short short short-sighted with it so we're going to stay disciplined and and try to do things the right way but I usually like to look at that rookie class and that first three-year period to see if it's hitting the right way and and it takes part of the core of, of your team.
0: You know what I think about Cap? I like, I like his measured answers that he gave us, and he understands. Clearly, based on our conversation with him, he has a plan. Thank God I'm not the Joe manager of the Bears. Because, I, I, you know, it's, it's not necessarily about me winning yesterday and trying to win the Super Bowl yesterday. It's just I would always have this feeling like, am I going to get fired? How safe am I? Right. Right. I mean, right. just because you have a four or five year deal doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to live, going to be there for four or five years. And like, I never know. I mean, George might have his idea, like, let's be patient. Give this guy a couple coaches, give him five, eight, eight, 10 years. But I always have it in the back of my head. Oh God. Am I, are, are we getting this done, uh, you know, at an accelerated pace where we feel like we can win soon. So. Makes
1: sense. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, what I found intriguing in talking with him is. Paranoid. <laughs> we took a picture with him when we got done. Yeah. And he said, I'm building this the right way. That was the last thing when he walked. I'm building this the right way. Mm-hmm. And he knows they've got 90 whatever million in cap space. He knows they're going to get all these picks and tri- He is not going to. Be- Unless he was completely misleading us, he's not looking and going. All right, let me trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Let me see if Julio Jones has anything left in the tank. Let's yeah. go put all the money into Saquon Barkley or if Ezekiel Elliott gets released, let me go do this, 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 and that. No shot. He wants to, if it takes him to 24, I'm good. If it takes him to 25. But he builds something where he takes the North and never gives it back for his term. Five, six, seven seasons? That's what he's trying to
0: do. I should have asked him that, Shay. My my last question should have been: um, When are we taking it north, and when are we never giving it back? What year is that? I'd like to know.
2: Twenty twenty (laughs) three, hopefully.
0: Shay. By the way, Shay and I were leaving
1: yesterday. I drove back over to get all the gear. He packed it all up, and who walks right by me? And he had people with him, or I would have assaulted him to get him on the show. Hmm. Dan Campbell. Shay Norling, he is one big dude, man. Who else walked right by us, Cap? Wow, I'm trying to remember now who we who did we see
2: on our way out. And I said we should roll down the window and say hello. And you said
1: no shot. Oh, yeah. So get this hoodie. I come back. I go to the hotel. I get my stuff. I drive my truck back, and I'm waiting outside for Shay. And he's going to bring all the radio gear. And we pull up. I pull up. We load it up. We're driving, and we're right by the hotel, and I see this walking by himself, getting ready to cross under the viaduct to go in where the combine is. By I mean, there's no one with it 1,000 yards. Matt Nagy. Oh. And Norlin goes, I said, that's Matt Nagy. He's like, roll the window down and say hi. I said, no shot, because if I said, hey, coach, he'd be like, F off. He doesn't like me. He said I was too hard on him. I get it. I get it. So I did not. I did not bring him up. Wouldn't that have been great content? I have the phone peeking up out of the window.
0: (laughs) Cap saying hello to Matt Nagy. You know what, Cap? As you well know, he he might have a problem with your commentary. But if you went up to Nagy, I think it'd be okay. You'd find a way. You'd find a way to be like, hey... Nothing personal. Congratulations on the Super Bowl.
1: Take right. That. Congrats huh. on being the new O. C. But I, I think deep down like I've had that like clearing of the air with Joe Madden. Yeah. And he was awesome. Dave Wants that's become a super close friend of mine. And the first time I met him at NBC, I had to fill in for Pat Boyle. He was off doing a Hawks thing, so I have to do a Wants that show. And I said, Uh, he hates me. There's no way I can do that show. Uh, you got to do it. No one else is here. PB's not there. And I walked. Coach David kept. Sure, I know you kept. I said, Coach, are we cool? So I was pretty hard on you when you were the head coach. And I'll never forget his answer. He turned to me and goes, we were 4-12. You have listeners to entertain.
0: I get it. Yep. What about you and I? We haven't cleared the air. All right, Shay, go ahead. Wow. You don't want this smoke.
2: All right. Yeah, pack a lunch hood take that let's go jay all right let's hear from de- the line's
1: dead <laughs> <laughs>
2: let's hear from uh, ryan poles on what he thought of justin fields
3: that's a tough one to compare to i mean some of the great um runners you know if it's you know mike vick or if it's even steve young um those guys were special in the way that they moved and how they could impact the game with their legs and then as they developed you know as passers um, you start to see a really special blend and a dangerous blend in terms of being able to change a game quickly. So we're looking forward to him improving and getting better. He's hungry. That, that's why I absolutely love the guy because he puts the work in. He puts the work in, so uh, we're excited for his development.
0: Now, to set up that question, I did ask him, who does, um, who does he remind you of in football's past? You remember the question, right, Cap? Uh, that's, what I, that's what I asked him. That was the setup to that answer. Yeah, how did who, you who, phrase it? I said, I said, who does he remind you of in football's past, as far as the makeup, the leadership, this, the, the skill set, all of that? And he gave you Steve Young. Right. Pretty good. Pretty good. How about that? <laughs> how, about that? How, about, how about that, Shay? I mean, that's because I mean, obviously, he's talking about the running ability, and Steve Young did not want to run all over the yard. The offensive line was putrid at times with the 49ers, especially toward the end. He was he was knocked around like a rag doll. I remember this cap, was young at the end. It was it was brutal because he had concussions and all that. If I if I recall, correct. So so he gave you a couple of good names there. He did. I like it. hundred percent. Right, what else do we have?
2: All right. Let's finally hear. Uh, Polls talked about his relationship with Matt Eberflus.
3: It's incredible. I can't tell you how fortunate I am to have a partner that sees the game and sees a roster building process like he does. Um, it's it's really special because that's as a front office person, that's what those are the things that kind of keep you up at night and you're wondering like how much patience this coach have? We're trying to do this the right way. He's all in. Uh, in terms of building it the right way, he's actually an incredible evaluator, which for a general manager, that's a big deal. Um, and oftentimes we're on the same page, and when we're not on the same page about a player evaluation, we'll sit down and watch him together and, and get on the same page. Um, but he gets the process, and it's it's been an absolute joy to work with him and, and do this thing the right way and, and have a level of patience, to develop talent. I mean, that's a stressful thing for a coaching staff to say, you know what, we're going to play a lot of these young guys so we can build it the right way. And they've been incredible at, at doing that, especially in year one. Bless you.
0: I thought it was, I thought it was good. I Thank thought you. that what, what he's talked about with uh, Matt Eberflus. You know, funny, Cap, he talks about how he's a, a very good talent evaluator. Just none, none of that ever comes through in the press conference. I guess that's not supposed to, but, I mean, because his – Iberflues' answers are pretty vanilla, so he doesn't give you a lot. So, But I think that's high praise for polls to say that about Iberflues, you know, a coach in transition.
1: Well, I think when he made the decision to take him over, I think the finalist Dan Quinn, I'm trying to remember who else they talked to, he, he talked then about he needed a coach who understood the big picture, who understood this is a process. We're not... I want you to coach him hard, and I want you to do your best, but you got to understand something. I'm trying to build something long-term, so we may take a couple
0: steps back. And that is around the NFL right here on ESPN 1000. i like to remind you, you can hear the entire conversation that Cap and I had with Ryan Poles, the Bears general manager, in its entirety. Go to the ESPN Chicago app, collect uh, Cap and Jay Hood, and you're right there with an opportunity for you to hear Ryan Poles deal breakers coming up next on cap and jay hood here's today's headline. Headline with Captain and jay hood good morning chicago the bulls picked up a win last night 117 to 115 over the pistons after jayden Ivey called a timeout that the pistons did not have the bulls are now 29 and 34 and sit just a game back in the play-in tournaments um, the Blackhawks are back in action. They'll take on Dallas. Also, Kevin Durant had his Phoenix Suns debut, a 23 points and a 105-91 victory against Charlotte. Also, it's Arch Madness in St. Louis as the UIC Flames take on Missouri State. And Illinois, by the way, will have their game against Michigan. That's at 6 o'clock tonight. Jay Moore. Kevin and J- Jay J- Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Glad that you're with us here on this Thursday. At this time, every Thursday, Cap and I, Jay Norling and Jay Moore, give you uh, deal breakers. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on
1: third down. You ran the same third down situation and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. We're managing finances. This country, you've got to make the money
0: first. Or it could be a deal breaker. Time for deal breakers. Here's Shane Norling. Shane? All
2: right, boys. Hoodie, um, a lot of these stories, Cap, come from the popular New York Post. A lot of viral stuff coming out of there that was just built
1: for I this su- segment. I subscribe to the post and I get, like, it looks like the paper right on my iPad. Dude, it is the greatest daily, like, 15, 20 minutes of show prep research and in- Hilariousness. It's awesome.
0: All right, so let's get started. <laughs> what what you, happened there? You, it is hilarity, hilarious, hilariousness. It is. I, I am, send
1: you guys articles. I send them to Shay all the time. There, there's some hilarious stuff in there. It is
0: true. There's that. That's where I get a lot of my animal stories, you
2: know. Yes. Speaking of which. All right, boys. You are a popular streamer on Twitch with a massive audience of more than a million followers. Your streaming's partner suggests an idea that will make you go mega viral. You will both wear shock collars and answer trivia questions. And every time you get one wrong, your partner gets to shock you through the collar. Are you oh. taking
1: part in this? Oh. All right. So hold on a second. Like a dog, man. Like, every time I get one wrong. <laughs> wow. Mm-mm. So, Spike O'Dell, when I was Oops. his sports guy, the great Spike O'Dell, Uh uh-huh. down the dial, he's long retired. I love Spike, but he's 80 years old. He's like 64 going on 90. He, I see. Spike, I had my wedding band on, and now I wear one of those rubber wedding bands. This was the metal band from the first wife. Yep. He hooked up a like a clip that was attached to a battery, and did the same exact thing with me. And every time I got a question wrong, and they were all sports questions, he would shock me with a buzzer, mm. dude. It it was awful. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. So no shot. I'm not. I think that's a that's, it's a deal breaker. Uh, think about how difficult, how uncomfortable that is, guys. That's un- that's uncomfortable. Like, not even for fun do I want to do that, because more times than not in that situation I'll get the the answer wrong, and I don't want to get shocked, then die. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So no, no shot. Deal breaker.
1: No. Deal
2: breaker.
0: Shay, just me standing. She'd be all for it though.
2: I honestly, I was just thinking in my head this would be really good content. You got to do it for the content. Me no standing shot. next to Cap with a taser, asking him like music questions, hip nineties hip hop trivia. And every time he gets it wrong, <laughs> I hit him with a taser.
0: Yeah. No shot. Cap, Cap, Cap's had a hurt uh, situation. I I can't do that to Cap. Correct. All of a sudden he'd be done. He'd be down for the count. He can't. All have right, that Cap.
2: You can ask me hockey trivia, and every time I get one wrong, you hit me with a taser.
1: That would be. That would be no. Awesome. That would be
0: awesome. No, no, no. Because yeah, you know I why? Because ho- you know what? Because Hockey Town knows his hockey. He sends bag- bags here, but you know he knows his hockey, so that wouldn't be good for you either, Cap.
1: Yeah, I, look, if I'm not willing to do it with for myself, I'm not going to expect
0: someone else to do it. Period. So that's a deal, that's a deal break. I don't want any part of being shocked. No, I get, I get I get enough of that between seven and ten. Go ahead, Jay.
2: All right. This story, it went viral on social media last week. Your relationship is very much on the rocks, and your girlfriend's making a last-ditch effort to save it. She gives you a performance improvement plan. She says this is what happens if your performance is slipping at your job. Well, your performance has been slipping in the relationship, so here you go. It's a list that spells out the chores you need to do and a set of things that she thinks you need to work on to save the relationship and get better. Would you try to go through the improvement plan
1: for her or are you hitting the bricks? Okay, hoodie. (laughs) I'm the guy that found this story and sent it out to you guys. Yes, yes, yes. If if I looked in the mirror and went, yeah, I've been a real jag. I've been doing whatever it is I'm doing that makes me a jag. Okay, then if I really truly cared about her and I wanted to try and save the relationship. But if I felt like, hey man, I'm just being me. I'm doing the best I can. Performance plan? She can go F herself. I'm out. Gone. <laughs> performance plan this. What makes her the freaking authority?
0: Yeah. Okay, first of all.
1: Pack your crap and get out of my apartment what, what, and what leave if, the key on the right. counter. What if you live with her? And <laughs> I'm gone. I'll stay in an Hold extended stay. I'll do whatever I got to. I'm out. She's not Hold the
0: boss second. of me. Wait a second now. You uh, what, <laughs> Leave the key on the counter? Oh. Is that what you said? Leave, the, Leave key the key on, on the, the counter.
1: counter. <laughs> That's oh, not right. <laughs> no, there's no performance. Okay. I don't like how you've been behaving. There's a performance plan. Guess what? Perform this.
0: <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> Cap. And, and if she, You're if she's your girlfriend, I'm sure she did. I'm You're sure out. she did perform that. You're gone. Done. No shot. Okay. Cody, is, is this a deal breaker for you?
2: Boy, we well, see yeah. how Cap feels.
0: Well, well, it certainly is. But you know why? I mean, I know that that's one type of communication, right? Where you could say, "Here, these is things that I want," but it should not be an itemized list. The only itemized list I want is honeydews. You got you? You want me to go to the grocery store? when me pick up some stuff for the for the house. That's fine. But an itemized list to tell me that my performance sucks? No, you can go screw. We're not doing that. Exactly. Absolutely not. I mean, but- like, you know why? Because over dinner. Or just leisurely in a conversation, hey, hon, there's something that's been bothering me and I want to talk to you about it. We could talk it out that way. But if you got one through ten things that you don't like, then clearly that I'm the problem or you're the problem. So we don't need to be together. Well said. Like if my, look, I've been
1: with my wife 25 years. But if we were dating, I was dating someone and she said, hon, there's something you do that really bothers me. It's this. Okay. I will work on trying to be better at that a 1 to 10 performance list, you better get on Match.com because I'm gone. Here's your PIP. Get get right or I'm out. Yeah. Here's your PIP. Yeah, good. Here's my laptop. Create
2: your profile. I'm out. She said, this woman said it went really well. She's, here's the quotes. Like anything I need done, I just add it onto the board and he'll get it done. But if I just tell him, he'll forget about it. We also do weekly retrospectives where we check in with each other at the end of each week to see how we're doing and that's my favorite. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? what? He's
0: a loser. Well, let me just tell you this: if <laughs> he if he's, if he's going right? along with that, if he's going along with that, it must be sh- it must be sunshine down there. If he's going along with that, it must be sunshine and gold in them their hips. <laughs> exactly.
1: I, I, oh. Honey, I told you this. I never told it on the air. We were out to dinner with another couple.
0: Oh, but you know what? Shay, piped down. What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? Oh. We
1: were out to dinner with another couple, and I said to the guy, hey, Billy, are you going to watch the Bear game tomorrow? And he turned to his wife and goes, "Hun, am I allowed to watch the Bear game tomorrow? No. Allowed. We're going allowed. apple picking. And I said to my wife, never again. Uh, never again. That guy's a loser. I have no <laughs> chance I'm hanging out with that dude. <laughs> Would you call him a bum? No.
2: <laughs> What's worse? Not even him. Loser or
1: bum? I feel like loser's worse. If you have to ask permission to watch the Bear game, I got nothing in common okay, with you. Okay, there we go. That's a good deal breaker. You, got,
2: Your wife needs you to do something, and you have to ask permission to watch the Bears on a Sunday.
1: If my wife said, hon, this is important, it's for the kids, I get it. Do I have permission to watch the Bear game? No, we're going apple picking. You, sir,
0: are a loser. Well, okay. The word there is permission. Okay. If if he's using the word permission, that's a that's a problem. If he says to his wife, "Hey, what do we got going on Sunday?" Right, that's the way you say it. Like, that's we got anything different. going on Sunday. But when you say, hun can, is it okay?" Like a child, can I watch the Bears get get out of here? You can't, they, we're not friends. right? If you got to ask permission like that and if she, if your balls are in a jar, sorry, uh, then you I can't hang out with you. Then you are
1: a loser and I have zero interest in ever hanging out with you again. We've got
0: more deal breakers still to come on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Balls.
1: If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
0: Here's Deal Breakers with Shay Norling, Shay?
2: All right, let's get into it. You are the coach of a major Division One college basketball team, and one of your starting guards has missed three straight days of practice after getting sick with what's been called caffeine poisoning. You find out that after a loss over the weekend, he spent hours playing video games and drank five energy drinks in one sitting. How do you handle this?
1: Wow. Uh... I'm not disciplining him. I'm getting our team nutritionist involved or our team doctor to talk to him about the danger of these energy drinks. And there's been so many studies how horrible these things are for you. So I call him in or I get my assistant, Coach Hood. Coach Hood, would you please go get James from the dorm? Bring him over here. We've got to have a come to Jesus meeting with him. And in there, I would not yell or scream at him. He's a kid. He's playing video games to blow off steam. There could be a lot worse things, but I've got to educate him on the dangers of these nutrition drinks.
0: And then he gets his spot back. I'm sure that he's trying to stay awake and be competitive with other people that's playing the video game. Online, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. So I would just tell him, yes, see the bigger picture. Yes, you can blow off steam. Yes, you can have fun. But just understand, it's about your rest and also your nutrition for you to be at the um, at the at your peak performance. That's what I would explain to him. I mean, I think the, the, I think the average player would understand that. Like, okay, I don't want to feel like this anymore. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I cut back. So it's not a deal breaker, Shay. But definitely, there's some teaching that has to be given to that student athlete. See how measured measured that was? Yeah, Yeah, it was was very
2: very nuanced. Well said. I wonder if this next one will be so nuanced. This is happening to a friend of a friend of mine. Uh, You live with a roommate who you know from college. You have always split your living expenses 50-50, but you just got a new job, pays you a lot more money than you were making, and double what your roommate makes. As a result of this, your roommate tells you, hey, you should be paying 75% of the living expenses. I'll pay 25%, even though the costs didn't change. What do you do?
1: How much more money am I making than my roommate Jonathan? You double. I'm making double, and I'm making like really good money. It's not like he's making eight 000 and thousand. I'm making sixteen. I'm making like a buck fifty. He's making seventy five.
2: Let's say you're, you're making eighty. He's making forty. Not you're making ninety. He's making forty five. You could afford to pay it. He could always afford to pay it. But now that you're making more. You should pick up more of the living expenses. Okay, well, hell,
0: that that's happening now. What do you mean?
1: What
2: do you mean? You're
0: a good, you're a good karma. That's happening now.
1: There you go. I I can't. If he came to me and said, "Hey, man, I need you to pay double." No, that's not the way it's going to go. But knowing me, I think what I would say is, "Hoodie, I'm gonna take on." Our rent's a thousand. We're both paying five hundred. I'm going to pay seven fifty. You pay two fifty, and we can readjust if your salary changes.
0: All right, so I'm clear, Cap. Because he's my so teammate. Cl- That's fine, but as, so I'm clear. Do both of these guys work in the same place or different places?
2: Different places, different fields, different gigs.
0: Okay, they're just so, roommates. So who? Yeah, I understand, but like, who comes home and says? Dude, look how much money I'm making. Now, see, if I'm a roommate, you're never going to know how much I make. That's one. Mm-hmm. But two, what I'm doing is, is that I'm coming in with my 50% anyway. Unless you're just some jackaloon that just can't hold it and just got to say, hey, man, I'm making way more money than I ever had before. Well, I'm still coming in with my 50% because it's half seats. We're half, right? So why Correct. would I tell my, my roommate, hey, man, I don't know how much you're making, but I'm making 90 grand. I'm making 100 grand, like, And so, of course, the other person's going to be like, well, if you're making that much, you could pick up the slack. I still think it's 50-50 either way without even you divulging how much you're making.
1: Yeah. Like, if I knew you were – Hey, man, my guy Hoodie's really talented. He's doing overnights. He's scraping everything together to try and make it in his field. And I'm an uh, account executive. And I'm doing really well. Yeah. I know my guy Hoodie's going to be a star in the business, and I can help lighten your load a little bit. Yeah, that you know me. That's just the guy I am. That's just how I roll. Cap loves to lighten his roommate's load. <laughs> you know what, Norling? Forget the six-hour trip. I don't like you again. Uh, <laughs> you can't leave the door that wide open. You know I like to lighten your load. Come on. I, if I could help, yes, because... If I'm living with it, like if we just put a Craigslist ad, hey, you need a roommate, and some jackaloon's moving in there. No, but if it's my, like my best friend, and I'm living with him, and we're both trying to make it, like Black and Abdallah, Black and Abdallah, before they ever met their wives, those dudes are, they're tight, man. They're joined at the hip. They are best. Friends. And now they yes. happen to be partners in the whole deal. And if Chris was making light years more money than Adam, and Chris said, Yeah, you know what, throw an extra 250 a month on my side of the rent, I know you're going to make it. And someday maybe you'll help me. Yeah, that's.
0: I think that's how it goes. I'm Personally. just trying, I'm doing it wherever I can to stay out of Judge Mathis's court. That's what I'm trying to do, Shay. I'm just wanting to be like, Look, if this 50-50 and I happen to see a bill like, hey man, I got you every now and then, that's fine. But I'm not trying to be in front of Judge Mathis. You didn't pay a thousand dollars of the rest. You're a crackhead. Case dismissed. Have a good day. I'm not trying to do that. Right. I'm well, not trying to be I'm not trying to go small claims court. I, if I got you on an electric bill or something else on this, okay, I'll do that. But ultimately, it starts with 50-50 with
2: me. Right. If you need help, let me know. Like, I, you know i monitor our Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash ESPN1000Chicago, and yeah. somebody in here spoke to my soul when I asked this question. Uh, it's the, your roommate says, you pay 75%, I pay 25% because you make more money. Someone in here said, how about I pay 100% and you can get out? <laughs> Get
0: out. <laughs> Perfect wow. for you, right?
1: Get I mean, that, out. That spoke to my soul. <laughs> yeah, but then you're not that good of friends with the person. It just said, what a ridiculous
2: ask. What does it matter? The, the amount we pay has not changed. You could afford <laughs> it then.
0: You can afford it now. Why do I have to pay more? And that's Deal Breakers, a Thursday edition right here on Captain J-Hood. Coming up next, a breaking story regarding Jalen Carter. Will he be the number one pick? Will the Bears take him, or will he sink in the draft based on the story we're going to tell you in two minutes right here on cap J. Hood?